Mm. So I'll go three, two, one. Pancetta. And then we'll both say pancetta. All right. Three, two, one. Pancetta. pancetta. Oh, wow. And now we say pancetta. Welcome to the Hill Kings podcast, the only podcast where one of the hosts has jury duty tomorrow. You have jury duty. I have tomorrow? jury duty tomorrow. She. <laughs> but I also have a sinus infection, so I'm hoping that gets me out of it. Lots going on. Lots mm. going on. This is also the second time we've recorded this episode. Should we say that? Oh, yeah. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We recorded this whole episode, like, fucking how long ago? Two months ago? Way back in the day. In, like, July. Uh, file got corrupted. So, it's new for y'all. It's old for moi. Head on over to the Patreon to see what actually happened with the first recording. Hey. Be letting my holes, I am rectangular. <laughs> but we're here. We made it back. We've got that Friday feeling going, even though it's a Sunday. 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 Even though it's a Sunday, you know, because we released this on Fridays. So Uh we've got to come with that Friday feeling, you know? Uh Uh-huh. How do you feel about it? How are you feeling today, minus the sinus infection and the jury duty? Uh, Pretty good. I just had a a nice little sandwich. I got a nice little... A nice little, nice little Tobo Tobo Chibo. Tobo Chibo. What do you have on the sandwich? Chibo. What are we talking? Are we talking ham? Uh, are we talking slam? No, dude, it was Turk. It was turkey. 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 A little bit of cheese. It was you a turkey melt. It was like you a, get some cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Turkey cheese, cheese? mustard. Grilled that Ooh. shit up. Grilled it. Yeah, dude. We did a little turkey melt. Oh shit, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, well, that's what the... L- I had some leftover salmon. Ooh, leftover salmon. One of my favorite jam bands. Is that a real band? It, leftover salmon is a real band, yes, but they're not one of my favorite jam bands. Ooh, drag them. Yeah, dude, they're, I think they're kind of like... Um, they do like a lot of Grateful Dead covers, maybe? I don't know. Mm. Defend leftover salmon in the comments section if you are a leftover salmon fan. <laughs> a leftover salmon man uh what do we got this week episode four episode i feel four. like oh, we've yeah. talked about it before uh hank's got the willies this is of course the uh willie nelson episode mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of uh musical texas musical cameos in this episode besides willie nelson are you a big willie boy are you a country music man i am a i am a country music man i do like some willie nelson i I don't find myself listening to a ton of them all the time hell yeah and you laid that you laid that banjo track down right before this recording. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that was all me. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm not much of a country boy. I do like the like old school outlaw country type situations. I like Willie. I have been to Farm Aid. Yeah, which is referenced in this episode. Have you been Mainly to all of them except s- for one? No. I think I probably went to the one that Hank didn't go to. I went to go see Neil Young specifically. Ah, nice. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Neil Youngsman. Farm Aid is my favorite um, off-brand electrolyte sports drink. Hold on. It's going to find the worst sound bite. Oh, please. I have to find the worst sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is perfect for oh, well, that terrible, terrible electrolyte sports drink. Yeah. Joke. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to talk about it all on the episode. But, but you know what foist. we got to do? Foist. Is everybody's favorite segment. This week in Arlen, this is, of course, the segment of the Hill Kings podcast <laughs> where we take a little trip back down memory lane to see what was going on during this week. This week in Arlen, you know, we always started off with a look at the TV Guide. This episode aired on February 9th, 1997. A little Simpsons check to start it off. Yeah. Do you know about Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie? Uh, Slash, have you watched the episode since we first recorded this shit? Because you've had time. Uh, no, dude, I have not gotten to that part of The Simpsons yet. I'm totally working on it. This uh, might this might be my favorite Simpsons episode. It's oh, yeah? definitely top three. Uh, this is the episode where Itchy and Scratchy starts to kind of like lose popularity, and they want to like bring it into the modern day. So they invent a new character called Poochie, who's like a wisecracking dog. And they hold auditions to see who is going to do the voice of Poochie. Homer gets it. It ends Uh up being a huge flop and everyone hates Poochie. This guy sits on my shelf every day. Looking down on me. That's what the pooch meister looks like. Ooh, look at him. I did bring I did bring show and tell to the pod. If you guys have anything to show and tell, you can send us pictures on Instagram of anything. mm, But I have a little toy. (laughs) No, I wanna see it all. I wanna see your feet. I wanna see your meat. Whoa. Uh speaking of wanting to see feet. (laughs) Twenty one. Twenty one. I had a note this episode about, um, I think I'm running into a common theme of Hank might have a foot fetish, but we can talk about that later. I think you might have a foot fetish. (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk about the TV guide, man. We'll get into all of that shit when we talk about the episode. Yeah, dude. So we had Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. That's a, that's a, a, a classic banger of an episode. Followed by, honestly, a classic King of the Hill episode. Uh, But King of the Hill was up against the fucking NBA All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Which is huge. That's a big deal. 90s NBA All-Star game? 1997? During the Bulls' second three-peat? That's definitely what everyone was watching this night. for sure. Except for me. I was probably watching The Simpsons. Uh, Maybe flipping back and forth. Anything else on here stand out to you, though? Um... I'm wondering what seduction in a small town is. Up there Try on that ABC. in a small town. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, RSVP, the funniest party disasters. Funniest party disasters. That also, it, it seems like it could be Fox trying to compete with America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes, I noticed this. the Steve Harvey show they've got on here this week it's a new episode when the funk bites the dust oh yeah uh by the time we record episode nine of this <laughs> show so meta that one will be a rerun because i noticed whenever we recorded that i was like when the funk bites the dust but it's a rerun at that time so they were the wb w- went you know so reruns pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh this is so us from the future and the past Check out we're, the Steve Harvey show. We're all over the place. Over <laughs> the place. <laughs> so Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, we had the NBA All-Star game. It was a 132-120 to 120 W for the Eastern Conference. Uh, Michael Jordan had a 14-11-11 triple dub. Wow. Uh, we also have The Shadow, which I will be playing on screen here. Very hilarious looking Alec Baldwin movie where he plays like a fucking... A shadow? Superhero of sorts. Okay. See, I actually kind of want to watch this movie. It looks wild. Uh, It's got a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes though, so not ideal. Yeah. But this came out 
this this came out on Friday in theaters. So did the Dante's Shadow. Peak, which is a Pierce Brosnan film Pierce about Brosnan a number. volcano, I believe. Yeah. So it was also the 23rd anniversary of the Beatles playing the Ed Sullivan show. The who? The Beatles. The who? No, the Beatles, not the Who. Uh, Pete Townsend, yeah. Uh, no, no, the woo. Beatles. Paul McCartney, <laughs> yeah. We're the Beatles. So that's that's pretty monumental, I guess. But really, the biggest thing is if you were sitting down to watch King of the Hill this night, you were probably buzzing because the following morning you could have gone down to your local game store and you could have picked up a copy of Mario Kart 64. Hell yeah, dude. Because it came out the next day, changing the world as we know it forever. Oh my God. I can't even imagine a time without Mario Kart. Granted, I basically grew up in a time without Mario Kart, but it's such a seminal game. Did you though? Um, I mean, Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo I probably was came out around the my time. pants. Probably still at that time. So there might have been a brief period where there wasn't Mario Kart, but at least as far as my brain recalls, there's always been Mario Kart. Chris was 16 when this came out. He was pooping his pants. Still pooping my pants, baby. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm about to bust. bust. To bust. <laughs> Why did that play four <laughs> I never had an N64, so I didn't. I didn't play a lot of Mario 64. Yep. I played a lot of Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then we got a GameCube. Yeah. So I played a lot of Mario Kart Double Dash. GameCube was the first uh, Nintendo console in our household. And so, yeah, we were, oh, we were big no, on Oh, no, Super Dash. Nintendo? No, we didn't have a Super Nintendo. We had a we had an NES uh, and then a Super Nintendo. Rich. And then Rich kid. we didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> No, no N64. My brother had a PlayStation, though. Mm, SPS1 yeah. with the, the tray that would pop up for the yeah, disc. The oh, pop-up so tray, the Final Fantasy, the mm. all of it. Yes, the Monster dude. Rancher. Monster Rancher. played that or watched Monster yeah. Rancher. It was a banger. Mario Kart's uh, still good, though. Yeah, Mario Kart's still good. I still play it all the time, and I'm pretty good at it. We used to Challenge play. me. Yeah, I used to beat your ass. You can play after this. Yeah, I play a little kart. You want to just stop recording? Go play Mario Kart? Yeah. All right. Later, dude. Wait, come back. <laughs> Damn, dude, I totally kicked Sorry. your ass. No. Viewers, I whooped Brad. That would never happen. Kicked his ass. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, it would have been Irish poet slash drunk guy Brendan Behan's 74th birthday. So, thoughts on that? I'm not familiar with the man. <laughs> I like yeah. his last name, Behan. That's kind of fun. Yeah, he spent most of it's his life in, in prison. Most of his uh, poems were written from, from prison. Damn, just I for believe. being Irish. Yeah, just for being drunk. And then uh, the Parrot Trap was released on VHS, but not the Lindsay Lohan one, the shitty one from the 50s Oof. or the 60s. The Lindsay Lohan one didn't come out until the next year. So this being released on VHS may have actually been part of the reason that the remake got all the buzz. Interesting. Because maybe it had a resurgence from the VHS release. Man, that Lindsay Lohan one is a classic. We could push it our is. beds together. <laughs> Serious acting chops uh, from young Lindsay Lohan. Line. Dude, it's such a tragedy. She had so much potential that she just... She did the typical child star. Did, um... You know? She was in some movie that we watched recently i can't remember oh it was like a lifetime movie, it was a lifetime right? like snow movie or did like we watched yeah, that like, when we were in seattle? no we did we we hung out in seattle not too long ago i had a little had a little reunion of sorts and we pretty much exclusively watched lifetime movies okay but i but don't we believe didn't, we didn't I think watch it was the lindsey lohan snow no movie. i think it came out on netflix yeah i think it's like a holiday yeah. HBO yeah. style. I thought yeah. she was fun in that. 
I, d- I don't think I actually watched it. I guess shout out to her. Shout out to I hope she's doing well. Hope you're good, Linz. Yeah, let uh, us know in the comments we, how you're doing, girl. Should we jump into this f- yeah, fucking dude. episode? Yeah, dude. dude. Your boy's driving the mower on this one. I'm taking the reins. Little recap, little rundown on the episode. Hank's got the willies. Is the fourth episode of the first season of the Fox animated series, King of the Hill. It was written by Johnny Hardwick, R.I.P. Rip. Rip to Dale. uh, And directed by Monty Young, uh, Willie Nelson, and Dennis Hopper guest star as themselves uh the central theme of this episode is basically hank cares more about his guitar than he does about peggy uh or bobby (laughs) so we we get a a little cold open on hank having it was all a dream a super homoerotic dream with willie nelson at willie nelson's uh golf course yep no spitting no fighting no gambling (laughs) hee hee he he! They both chip a ball into the hole at the same time. Uh-huh. Two balls, nice one hole. Little, uh, nice little metaphor. What are you doing, step bro? Well, <laughs> Willie Willie mentions they sit down, they do a little jamming, they play a little guitar. Willie mentions that he always wanted to sell propane, but the whole music Staying thing, music thing got in came the way. up. Yeah, and then Hank's dream starts to get interrupted by the buzzing of a hummingbird. Uh, and then just like some loud clanging of a guitar, and he is awoken to find Bobby standing on his bed with Hank's beloved guitar, Betsy, just kind of banging on it. And then we get the theme song. Theme song. Uh, we cut back in. Hank uh, is kind of lambasting Bobby for banging on Betsy. Mentions it's that it's a, a 1960, yeah, 1963 Guild Solid Top. I did actually look in a 1963 Guild catalog. They did not make acoustics with that type of bridge. You would not find that kind of bridge on an acoustic guitar of a Guild of really any model. But there were some similar Guild solid tops. Very nice, very nice guitar. I understand why he's why he's so attached yeah, to it. Yeah, it's a pretty looking guitar. Um, smells like cheese, though. Yes, Bobby was strumming it with cheese uh, to emulate his his hero, his hero. celery head, celery man, celery head. Oh, celery head. Yeah. Yes. Total obvious carrot kind of head rip. Carrot top. Come on, man. <laughs> it's a reference to carrot top. It's Sunday. Uh, Bobby says that he <laughs> glues things. Oh yeah, uh, and That's also mentions that he—that's a waste of good glue. Yeah, and he makes three million dollars a year. Hank doesn't. Um, believe, Hank doesn't believe that, and obviously does yeah. not respect Bobby's idol. Yeah, and Hank mentions uh, real comedy, like someone like Robert Klein, uh, who is—it's kind of weird that Hank is into Robert Klein. Yeah, but I guess that's what like a lot of dads. Uh-huh. Of that era would be watching comedy wise. Yes. Uh, Hank comes out and talks to he- Peggy about it. Mentions Celery Head. She also confirms she saw him on TV and that he does make three million dollars yes. a year. Hank is very uh, uncomfortable about Luann. Yep, Luann's so, wearing shorts. <laughs> uh, Hank doesn't like that. Well, Hank asks her to put on some pants because she she's just got on a big T-shirt and she goes, "I'm wearing shorts," and raises her arms up and. He's like, don't scare me like that. Yep. We also get a little bit in this scene of Peggy being jealous of Hank's guitar. He mentions that he took the guitar to prom. Yes. And this is something that we talked about, (laughs) again, in episode nine. Uh, There's a little bit of a, there's a reference in that episode that Peggy went to their, like, high school state football championship Uh game with them. Does this mean that Hank took Peggy to the prom, or Hank took the guitar to the prom instead of Peggy? Yeah, that's what I was trying to or confirm here. Or did they know here. each other yet? Yeah, I was like, do they know each other? Because I feel like if somebody at your high school brought a guitar to prom, you would definitely know about it. I brought my guitar to prom. And all your classmates knew about it. <laughs> they're here. <laughs> they're here in the comment section. 
oh, calling no. you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't take my guitar to prom. Uh, I didn't have a date. This is Willie Nelson golfing dream number three, which I thought was funny. Yep. Yeah, that, uh, that Hank has a series of of dreams. Do you have any recurring dreams? I have some details like of some dreams that are recurring. Settings will be like semi. Let's hear about it. Recurring. I'm about to bust. I actually don't remember a ton of my dreams super duper well. Uh, you're one of those all the time. There's a like sometimes when I have camping dreams, like dreams that I'm camping, that will be kind of like a familiar place that has recurred. But no, not 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 like I don't have like copy for copy reoccurring dreams. I do. Ooh. Uh, I have a few. I I used to have night terrors when I was a kid, but we don't got to talk about that. Nowadays, I actually have a series of tattoos that are based on a recurring dream that Ooh. I have. It's the Pokemon which surrounds tattoos. around Pokemon. I have a dream where I'm a kid and I'm walking through the woods where I grew up and there is in a Edmund, ghastly... Oklahoma. No, you're from Edmond, Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm not from Ow. Oklahoma. You are. <laughs> this is in northeastern Canada where I'm from. Northeastern okay. Kansas where he's from. No, Canada. You're from Edmond. So anyways, there's a ghastly that pops up in your reoccurring dream? Yeah, and I I save it from a bunch of bee drills. We wow. run away. It becomes my buddy. Uh, we eventually find a, a little Eevee to be friends. Uh-huh. All of the Pokemon Did... tattoos I have are what I imagine that I would have in the real world. Yeah, because of your which dreams. Is your prophetic the dreams. shit in the world. Yeah. So at what point in time in the dream do you start kissing the Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> is that like right at the very end like right before you wake up every time hey, somebody's or? <laughs> grabbing my butt <laughs> yeah that's uh it's near the end yeah. that's when uh that's when mr mime shows up well he's got those large hands with uh, those big old hands those grabby grabbers back to know? the episode though uh <laughs> hank is hank's talking to peggy about how much he loves betsy and that's annoying peggy and, and he asks um he asks do you understand what love means and yeah. Peggy is like, well, I love my family. And then Hank's like, you see what I'm talking about? That's yeah, the kind of love it. I have for Betsy. <laughs> Just blatantly doesn't give a shit. Uh, after this, we get another scene that kicks off with Bobby messing around with Hank's mower. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up losing control of it and driving it right into Hank's truck. Uh, meanwhile, Peggy is kind of in the side yard practicing pitching with Luann, uh-huh. uh, who's got on, like, full catcher gear. She's mm-hmm. just kind of, like, taking out her frustration. After Bobby drives the mower into the truck, uh, the alarm goes off. It wakes up all the guys on the street. It wakes up Hank, get, and Hank says... And wakes up Hank. No, Willie, that's a one-way street. Yep. Uh, so he's having another gay dream about Willie Nelson. Uh, all the guys are woken up. We get some conspiracy theories from Dale... Bill uh, says it we, sounds like your horn's going off. Yep. Yep. Uh, in this scene, also, we get a reference to uh, Hank says that boy who ran across Canada. He's like talking about how Bobby needs a hero. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you know who the boy who ran across Canada is? I know I already asked you this question um, once. Do you remember? Pop quiz. What's his name? It was a boy and he ran across Canada, I believe. What's his name? His name was Bobby Canada. (laughs) It was Terry Fox. Of course. How could I forget? He had cancer. He lost a leg. And he ran across Canada. His goal was to raise one loony for every Canadian for cancer research, Bob. Did he do it? Did he succeed? He did not. He died. Oh, jeez. (laughs) <laughs> R.I.P. But legend. We every year for school we would have like the Terry Fox fundraiser run. My elementary school That's fun. was renamed Terry Fox Elementary. He's a Canadian hero. Okay. Uh there's also a movie, a made for T V movie where the guy who plays Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings oh. plays Terry Fox, I believe. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to so definitely have to, to watch them. that. Yeah. I had a note here while Peggy and Luann are having pitching practice and, and Peggy's really putting the heat on. We get some talk about Luann's beauty school, which will kind of pop yep. up a bit. <clears throat> she says, if, if, you know, slow down or you're going to chip a nail and then I'll fail my manicure test. And Peggy's like, are you having trouble at beauty school? And Luann says she's failing braiding. Uh, and Peggy says that none of the women in their family are good braiders. I know it. You know it. The whole town knows it. <laughs> uh, we also, while Hank is talking to the guys, they're like hearing a, a strange sound that uh-huh. they can't quite pinpoint. Uh, that turns out to be Bobby just whacking dog shit with one of Hank's golf clubs. Dale Dale says that it is uh, like black conspiracy government helicopters. And Bill is like, how do you know about those? And <laughs> Dale says, alt.conspiracy.black.helicopters. <laughs> Have we tried that URL? I don't want to. <laughs> oh, ah! uh, so, yeah, Hank goes, uh, kind of digs into Bobby again for just chipping dog shit with his club. He goes inside uh, and is scrubbing it off with. Carlos, uh, one of one of Peggy's dish scrubbers, <gasps> Carlos. she calls Carlos. Yes, which like he's scrubbing off dog shit with like a dish scrubber. It's not very sanitary, mate. That's very gross, mate. Um, I did have a note back in the driveway there when they're talking about alt dot conspiracy dot black dot helicopters. Boomhauer starts talking about the internet and how mm-hmm. easy it is, and he drops something about dang old naked chicks, man. Click click click, real easy. So that was kind of funny. And dang old TV programs all the time. It's gabbing over there. Every time they put on them dang old Looney Tunes, come on, they put my mouth full of frosted flakes, man. Can't hear a dang old thing. Exactly. Um, I also had a note here that Boomhauer, we see him in his underwear. We see him in blue underwear. And he is traditionally in leopard print underwear. So I don't think the leopard print underwear has been established for Boomhauer yet. Uh, it's the little things. What about feet? Do we see any feet? Um... We're going to talk about feet a little bit later. Don't get ahead. Uh, <laughs> look at that. Uh, yeah. So thirsty for the feet knowledge. You know, subscribe to the Patreon that may or may not exist. If it's you want to see our feet. In this episode. Yeah, it's a leg-centric episode. Yeah. So Hank ultimately uh, decides that Bobby needs a hero. Uh, he goes to talk to Bobby. Bobby is playing his Game Boy, not paying attention. Uh, tells him that he needs to find a hero. Uh, you don't want to end up like Jason Adderley's boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bobby Bobby knows who Jason Adderley's boy, Howard Adderley, is. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is where we get a classic soundbite. <sighs> I'm about to bust. Uh, we get a little cut of Hank uh, at playing cards. Uh, Jason Adderley's house playing cards. He gets up to go to the bathroom and accidentally walks in on this emaciated uh, gamer pale, boy. Pale gamer boy. Yep. Uh, Bobby says that he knows who Howard Adderley is and he's his, his number two player. hero. Yeah. <laughs> and Hank says, you need to be lectured all afternoon. And decides to take him golfing with them. Yep, and that's the commercial break. I had a I had a note, another note up here, <laughs> when Bobby accidentally rolls the mower into Hank's truck. Hank asks what happened. Bobby says your mower hit it, and then Hank <laughs> Hank says, "Well, maybe we ought to take my mower to that child psychologist." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like the, the boy ain't right. Lower hit it is so funny, and then to be yeah. like, well, maybe we should. <laughs> this is a the dig, man. Cold blooded. Uh, but yeah, first commercial break. After that, uh, we come back to Peggy <laughs> loading up Hank's golf clubs for him, uh, and she just kind of tosses them in the back of the truck while Hank is strapping Betsy in uh, to a seatbelt. Um, he also wants the guitar over the airbag and not Bobby, which mm-hmm. is hilarious because he's going to take it in to get it fixed because Bobby chipped the chipped bridge. The bridge. Uh, my guitar is actually currently in the shop right now and has been for multiple weeks. Does your guitar have a name? 
Moonshine. Oh. And it's actually pre a, a podcast that Chris and I both love. Shout out to Nad Pod. Never heard of it. Has a character called Moonshine. Uh, I named the guitar this before that podcast. Yeah. Is that just because you love Moonshine Whiskey? I love when I was a f- 11-year-old boy and I got this guitar. I love drinking Moonshine. Hell yeah, dude. No, it's terminal. My guitar, it's fucked. Oh, is it? Yeah. Damn, I have an old m- with a piece of Martin. Cheese? Yeah, I played it with too many pieces of cheese, and they said it's going to cost, like, to completely fix it, it's going to cost, like, over $1,000. <laughs> yeah. So I might just do it over time, but oh, I'm pretty smash pretty it. bummed about it. I don't want to. It's nice. But, yeah, uh, Hank is taking the guitar into the shop. Uh, Tells brings Bobby up he the hero, hero thing yep. again. Uh, Bobby says that his could be also be Willie Nelson. Uh, calls him alternative because he has long hair. And Hank says, take that take back. Take that back. Uh, do you think Hank knows, like, how progressive Willie Nelson is? <laughs> well, he does He does make a point and say that that's as far as he'll go with Willie Nelson. So it seems like he yeah. is, Hank does separate Adult the contemporary. The here. Yeah. Um, Hank is talking about <coughs> similarities between he and Willie. He says, Willie's from Texas. I'm from Texas. Willie likes to play golf. I like to play golf. He said Willie's had trouble with the IRS and yeah. Hank spent six hours on that 1040 form. Easy my ass. <laughs> um, are you familiar with Willie Nelson's IRS troubles? I am because we have recorded this episode yes, already. Yes, we have. Um, <laughs> well, for the listeners at home that don't know, uh, Willie Nelson did not pay taxes for a very long time. Uh, King. King shit. Everyone commit tax yeah. fraud. He, Do it. He owed $16.7 million. Or $16.7 million is what he settled for with the government. Shit. So he likely owed more. Uh, but as part of that settlement, um, he had uh, uh, his property sold, including his uh, golf course, Pedernal's golf course. Which they reference as they drive by. You see it, and there is a sign that says property of IRS. Yes. Which is pretty good. And this is it's nice that Willie Nelson is like open to making fun of it. Yes. Um, this is also an interesting episode for Arlen location within Texas because we'll see that they are within a very easy drive of Austin Hill Country. Uh, and later on, Bobby will actually uh travel to Willie Nelson's house uh by bike. So in this episode, it seems that Arlen is near Austin. Uh, but it'll be is that where spots. Willie's house is yes. in the hill country? Mm-hmm. Hmm. His I golf course, yeah. One of the coolest things about the whole R- IRS thing is Willie Nelson released an album that was basically just uh-huh. the purpose of it was just to make money back that he lost yep. from the IRS. Called that he Who Will Buy like My that. Memories? Is the yeah, the, the IRS album. tapes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he g- he gets it back. Uh, essentially like through a bunch of his like friends and people buy it and just like yeah. give it back to him. <laughs> legendary. Yeah. Love it. Uh, after this, we get a little cut to Luann going into her braiding exam. Mm-hmm. She braids herself into the braiding machine yes. and gets stuck in there. Hilarious. Uh, we get Hank at the, he brings the guitar into the shop. Uh, the kid behind the desk Knows who Celery Head is. Yeah. When Hank mentions the cheese situation, says like, smells like feet, and Mm -hmm. Hank says, "My boy was playing it with a piece of cheese." And the son Les is like, "Oh yeah, like Celery Head." Um, and then his dad tells him to go alphabetize the guitar strings, which is hilarious by (laughs) brand or note. And he's like, "Just go, just go." Uh, he drops a classic joke uh, that most guys would sell their wives before selling a guitar. Yes, like this, and says he's got a million of them, but then he's only got one he's more. Only got one other joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in this scene, we get Peggy just kind of around town uh, talking shit. Montage. Yeah, she's getting her mustache waxed. Yep. At the hair salon, Very she funny. stops stops at a yard sale and buys a guitar, and then just smashes immediately it. smashes it in so front of funny. the lady. Uh, so she's frustrated, which isn't the uh, last time that this will happen. 
this season of her not being recognized by Hank and being frustrated by it. After that, we are at the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill suggests that Sandy Claus. San- <laughs> Sandy Claus should be Bobby's hero. Uh, we get to see Bill's golf swing, which looks like Charles Barkley's Takes golf way swing. Too long. I'll yep. put a I'll put a picture or a video of Charles Barkley swinging. Yep, there's Look a lot of it, fun laugh stuff at him. on this golf course here. Uh, Dale tries to break his club, but he can't. Mm-hmm. Them Russian. Funny. Russian, Russian alloy or yeah. whatever. Bobby, there's a nice gag of them driving to the next hole, and Bobby like jumps onto the back of the cart and slows it way down. Yeah. Uh, while they're all talking, uh, Bobby picks up a club and says, "Watch this!" and sinks a very solid chip. Uh, yeah. From from outside the green, uh, Hank thinks that maybe Bobby has some promise, which they immediately find out that he does not when they yes. bring him to swing again. He lets go of the golf club, and it goes flying and hits an unknown person in the distance. Who could it be but Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Uh, They knock him out. Dale suggests that they check his pockets for cigarettes because he's out of cigarettes. And then we cut to another commercial. I was going to say, I had that cigarette joke noted down whenever there, because before... Bobby picks up the golf club and makes a swing. Hank is looking for his ball in the bushes, so Hank is out of bounds. The ball comes flying in and hits the cart, and then we hear mm. Boomhauer say four, which is always funny, <laughs> of a late call out. And then um, Bobby asks Dale who his hero is, and Dale says, you, if you get me some smokes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Hank there also says that Bobby could be the next Lee Trevino. Yeah. You aware who, who Lee Trevino is? Besides yes, from the because last time? he is referenced in a classic Simpsons Christmas episode. Oh, really? Uh, where Bart wants a violent video game, and Marge gets him Lee Trevino's putting challenge instead, <laughs> which I think is also, I don't know if Lee Trevino actually had a video game, uh, but Bobby in a later scene mentions uh Ben Crenshaw Turbo Golf. Yes. Which did we look up to see if that's real? No, I did not. Um while you're looking that up, I'll talk a little bit about Lee Trevino. Um he is, <laughs> Trevino facts. Trevino trivia. Trevino. Uh, Lee Trevino is considered a goat. a goat on the golf course um he's won 20 he's won six majors 29 other tour events uh he is a texan he's a mexican-american and he is a short king he's five seven uh he has some very interesting nicknames Uh, supposedly he's a very very happy guy uh, and one of his nicknames is the merry mex or super mex So I just realized that the Simpsons game was Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. Could that be a reference to Lee Trevino? It could be. It is. Not only is it a reference to real golfer Lee Trevino, but also a reference to a real awful video game called Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf. What? What? Lee Trevino had a fighting golf game? Holy shit. What? This looks awesome. What? I'll put up I'll put up a, a an image on the screen, but yep, Lee, Lee Trevino's fighting, fighting golf. golf. That's oh my awesome. Gosh. <laughs> so not only was he a goat on the golf course, an NES but game. put his name on a really shitty looking golf game. His name awesome. in that in that game is Supermex, which is one of his nicknames. Ah, okay. And I wonder if the the turbo Ben Crenshaw's turbo golf was also kind of a a dig slash reference to Lee Trevino's putting challenge. Probably but was. So yeah, shout out to Lee Trevino. Big time shout out. Uh, we come back from commercial, and Willie comes to. He asks if he's bleeding from the ears. Yes. Oh, really quick uh, before we went to commercial. Uh, <laughs> Hank is trying to teach Bobby how to swing, and he he says, uh, try swinging less like a girl. Yep. But yeah, after commercial, uh, Willie's waking up. Yep. Uh, Hank immediately starts fangirling uh, while Willie is just trying, like, is 
concussed. Disheveled, trying to get out of there, obviously concussed. Hank mentions Farm Aid, uh, tries to get an autograph. Doesn't much care for that Brian Adams, which is why nope. he, he went to, he's been to <laughs> yeah. every Farm Aid but one because he doesn't yeah. much care for that Brian Adams. The one that I went to was in like Kansas City, but I don't believe Brian Adams was there. So uh, I believe there was one with Brian Adams, so. He, uh, Hank is trying to get him to sign an autograph, and he's like, To my best friend, Hank Hill, uh, I wouldn't want you to lie. And then, you know, Willie just kind of writes a line as he's driving yeah. off, and <laughs> Hank, Hank reads it as, To my number one fan, Hank Hill, and it's just like a line. <laughs> uh, he talks to Peggy, tells her about it. He's essentially talking about how disappointed he is with Bobby as a son. Peggy asks also if he was bleeding from the ears, so I guess that's just a sign of whether or not someone's actually hurt. Uh, Bobby overhears them talking shit and how disappointed he is and how gay Hank is for Willie Nelson. Uh And while Bobby is just kind of out there pouting, uh, the kid from the guitar repair store brings Betsy back Bobby steals her uh, to take her to Willie Nelson's place and right his wrongs. Yes. Uh, Hank is reminiscing there about meeting Willie, and he says, you know, like he always figured they would meet and get to talk in and then cut an album and go on tour and open a chicken restaurant. I'm about to bust. Which uh, Kenny Rogers, country musician, did open up his own chicken restaurant, so... We've oh, yeah, it was Kenny Rogers. We've got Willie Nelson, obviously referenced here. We've got Kenny Rogers already referenced here. And we're moving into the part of the show where there's going to be a lot more yeah. country and western. Heavy, heavy, heavy on the celebrity cameo slash references. Yeah. Uh, so Bobby hops on his bike and rides to Willie Nelson's house. He does go over the handlebars and uh, kind of land on the guitar case. We get a funny uh, little inner monologue from Bobby there where he's like, I'm tired of being a screw-up. I'm tired of not making my dad proud. And then he's like, and I'm not going to tell him about that. So the inner <laughs> monologue I thought Starting was now. But also, uh, this is, you know, apparently Arlen is close enough to Austin Hill Country to get there by bike. Yeah, via bicycle. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Arlen is in Hill Country. It could be. Uh, or maybe they just didn't think about it. Because it's a cartoon. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Uh, Bobby shows up at Willie's house. Uh, He is essentially right next to a mansion, but in a trailer. Yep, he's living outside Uh, his property in a trailer. Yeah, sitting outside playing Ben Crenshaw Turbo Golf. We get a nice little gag here where he thinks that Bobby's the kid who rakes his lawn. Yes, Bobby. He's like, are you the kid that rakes my lawn? And Bobby says, I'm the one who hit you in the I'm the kid who hit you in the head with a golf club. And Willie Nelson says, you've been raking my lawn with a golf club. I want my quarterback. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Uh, Bobby calls up Hank uh, to tell him to come over. Hank doesn't believe him. And then Willie hops on the phone. Hank is immediately embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, Maybe my favorite line. Of the episode, uh, he's never stalked anyone before. He's not very good at it. And he's not very (laughs) good at it. Not that he should be stalking anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then Hank goes to uh, Willie's house, and by the time he gets there, Willie is having a full-on party. Yeah. I had a a note here that um, whenever Bobby calls, um, Bobby calls Hank, Bobby's like, Dad, you'll never guess where I am. And... Hank says, let me guess, you're crushing Dwight Yoakam's voice box with my five iron? (laughs) So, there's country music artist reference number three. And he's just pissed at Bobby for ruining all of his favorite stuff. Yes. Uh, So, Hank shows up. He's having a party. Who? uh, uh, He bumps into someone and calls him Rooster Boy. Get out of my way, Rooster Boy. That is supposed to be Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett. Also a Texan. They are in Texas. For a while, Lyle Lovett was married to Julia Roberts. Ah, good for him. What happened? Oh, it's just that country music lifestyle. <laughs> she couldn't handle it. Uh, Hank, after getting there and finding Willie and Bobby, 
Uh, we find out that Bobby has told Willie Nelson about <laughs> Hank's narrow urethra. Hey, Hank, I heard really you good. like to play guitar, and you have a narrow urethra. <laughs> <laughs> He's super embarrassed. Uh, he calls up Peggy uh, and tells her to come on down. Willie also hops on the phone, but we find out that he's basically only calling Peggy to get her to bring Betsy's orange guitar strap. Yes. Uh, so uh, she's Peggy doesn't believe him either and says that she's doing her ta- or doing her toes with Ann Richardson, or Ann Richardson and I are doing her toes, uh, to which Willie hops on and says, um, I'm looking at Ann Richards right now, and she's playing tetherball. So she's already there. Is she also from Texas? She is from Texas. She was the 45th <laughs> governor of Texas. The oh, second woman, okay. she was a Democrat and a feminist. Wow. Feminist a 90s feminist. So. Yes. Okay. And then Peggy Peggy comes down to the party, and, mm-hmm. and everyone is there now. We get a couple good interactions between some of the yeah. rest of the gang. We get Boomhauer talking to Bob Dylan. Yes, very funny. Which is Dang old fucking Boomhauer. <laughs> so funny. Like, neither of them understand what the other one is saying. Uh, we also get Dennis Hopper hitting on Peggy, yes, and offering to fight Hank, and she's like, "No, Hank would Hank would wipe the floor with you." Yes, which is fine. She's she's still mad at Hank, but she knows that that he will uh, fight someone. Uh-huh. I guess uh, Dennis Hopper, I guess, played a lot of villains in uh, in cowboy movies. He uh, is in True Grit, the good one. Uh, he's in Cool Hand, the good Luke. one, not the Jeff Bridges one. Actually, I haven't seen the Jeff Bridges one. It's not bad. It's actually. probably good. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I like Jeff Bridges. Um, I was trying to figure out who the blonde woman is in this kind of scene because um, yeah, Dale and Bill Dale are, and Bill are criticizing her beer pour. Yeah, <laughs> a beer pour, and then it comes out just fine. I was like, who is this lady supposed to be? I couldn't figure it out. I think it was just supposed to be some blonde lady, but I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I just think it's funny that Dennis Hopper, uh, off, you know, tells Peggy to run away and then he's yeah st- he starts eating some watermelon and spits out a seed gets stuck on his chin which I think maybe one of his characters had a goatee like that and that's why they had that little watermelon seed huh go on to his chin I don't know that for interesting. sure interesting a lot of little things in this episode yeah if anyone knows who the blonde lady is chime in yeah. in the comments uh, let us know Peggy Peggy is curious on what the exchange rate uh is in mexico on wives to guitars yeah yeah she's basically just venting to dennis hopper about how pissed she is hank and willie are having a bit of a heart to heart uh about bobby and how he doesn't have a role model willie points out that all of the stuff that bobby has been doing has been directly related to the stuff that hank loves and that maybe it's because bobby looks up to hank and that hank is his hero so hank has a little bit of a uh, clarity moment uh he also makes that same selling a wife joke which peggy uh, for a guitar which peggy overhears which makes her even more angry she's building up the courage to come and knock hank's friggin lights out uh-huh. hank goes to talk to bobby brings the guitar and plays an old song that he wrote about peggy which is a very obvious buddy holly ripoff of I think just Peggy Sue, Probably. but he just changes some weary uh, some words around. So now it's time to talk about the foot fetish stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the song is called Peg Leg. I know a guy uh-huh. who's got a pretty leg, and her name is yeah. Peg. We okay. also get a lot of stuff later on about Peggy's big feet. Later on, Hank mm-hmm. is going to say. There's just more of you to love about Peggy's feet. So, oh shit! I think I think that Hank oh. low key has probably got a repressed foot fetish. Well, there's also one line where he says, like, I think it's in the episode. Shout out to future episodes that you guys haven't seen yet, where Cotton shows up, uh-huh. where he says something about him having like husbandly duties as well, like Peggy does all this stuff, and I I have stuff that I do too, which I won't mention. Yes. So maybe they both have a foot thing. Dude, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll, I'll I'll keep I'll be keeping an eye on the foot fetish tracker. <laughs> you know, people come here for the hard hitting, the hard hitting journalism. Yep. And we talk about it here on the the Hill Kings podcast. 
Peggy uh, says, I love you, propane man. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So Peggy walks up as Hank is playing the song for Bobby. Uh, she has a change of heart because she remembers that the guitar also can relate to Hank being sweet to her. Uh, Hank doesn't really apologize, does he? No. He doesn't really realize how much of a prick he is. No. In this episode, not really any. Yeah, not really any redemption from from our boy Hank, but he does get to meet his hero, which I guess is good for him. Yes. Uh, And then he lets Bobby play the guitar uh, and tells him to scram. Yeah. While him and Peggy finish making up. He's just uh, on the other end of the couch, though. If you'd see that, they tell him to go away, and then yeah, they zoom out, he's, and he's just on the other he, end of the couch. He's still definitely within earshot. Yeah. And then it zooms out, and we see that Willie Nelson has been looking on this entire time, and he's getting his hair braided by Luann, uh-huh. who is doing an excellent job, and he says, lighten glitter. up on the glitter spray. Because yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do it, you know, they make it look like, you know, it's magical Willie Nelson that has fixed everything, but he's just got the yep. glitter spray, which I thought was funny. Um, and then we get we get credits, and we do have a short post-credit in this one. Uh, we have a couple of celebrities playing tetherball. Did you catch, was one of those Ann Richards? One of them is Ann Richards playing tetherball. And who's the other one, do I we think know? I she's just playing by herself. You can play tetherball by yourself? I thought there were two people. Yeah. Can't quite recall. I'll put it up on the screen right now. Yeah. And we'll see who's right. Ooh, look at one of us is right. Oh my god, I can't believe which one of us is right. Whoa. <laughs> um yeah, Hank and Willie are playing guitar there in that post credit scene, which is pretty now nice. Now do you do you think that this actually happened or that this is just a new recurring dream that Hank has? Ooh. That's a good question. Inception style. Ooh. That is a good question. Yeah, because this seems like it could also just be a fantasy. It does. I mean, all of this seems like it could have just been a fantasy that Hank had. Maybe that's why he didn't feel the need to apologize, because it was all just a dream that he had. Hmm. Maybe all of King of the Hill is a dream. It was all a dream. Maybe maybe this is a dream right now. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper, heavy D up in a limousine. Pretty good app. Uh, that's the end of the ep. Yeah, that's the end of episode four for the second time. Oh yeah. Did your did your thoughts change on this one? Let's let's get uh, right into it. I'm not sure if my thoughts changed because I don't do a good job of remembering my yeah, thoughts. I don't remember what I gave <laughs> so. this one the first time around, and we'll never know because the audio file was completely. I guess I guess we could piece it together from my end maybe but um how many how many Alamos are you pulling out the cooler for this episode what do you what do you think overall I think this is a good solid four beers that's a four four spot for you it's either three or four um it's it's good because I like it because of all the fan service and kind of cameo references there are um the Luann plot is is pretty funny so um yeah i think i'm a i think i'm gonna call it a three um oh you're going down yeah i think I'm. there's contention here i think i'm staying i think i'm staying at a three yeah wow wow he's giving it a three i i think i'm giving this one a five man alcoholic (laughs) i'm pounding down some brews on a sunday for this one i mean they got willie nelson for their fourth episode that's a pretty big pull for a texas man i guess it could have our 10th huh i said wait until you see our 10th episode we haven't done that one yet i know wait until they see it you think willie nelson's impressive is there a, a big time cameo coming up on this show, there is. You you know that special guest we've got lined up. Oh shit, Willie Nelson. Yes. <laughs> it's actually the ghost of Willie Nelson. We're recording this in the future. Hey, no, no, no. Don't. <laughs> Willie Nelson is. We're not doing that. I just did that. So when Betty White died, 
I had a conversation with some people earlier that day about Betty White, and I was wearing a Golden Girls t-shirt. Hell yeah. So I, I had a conversation about Betty White, and then later that day, she died. So the other day, yes, the other day, I was talking to some people, and I just like made a Dick Butkus reference. Uh-huh. Later that day, Dick Butkus died. Damn. So uh, I am really hoping that in this episode will go up in two weeks. Uh-huh. In that time period, if Willie Nelson dies, I may be on the run. Yeah. So because talk, I may have the power to kill people. Should we take a couple of minutes to talk in depth about Mitch McConnell? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait. Do give me your best uh, Mitch McConnell impression. No, it'd be cool if he died. It'd be cool if he died. I'd be into that. Uh, So, yeah, I'm giving this one a five. I loved loved the story arc here. Uh, It all seemed very over-the-top and fantasy-driven. The Hank having dreams, recurring dreams about Willie Nelson is pretty hilarious. I can relate to him being very attached to his guitar. I loved the celery head references. I thought that Bobby was quite funny in this episode. I loved all of the celebrity references. Mm. We had Boomhauer with Bob Dylan, which I also loved. Yeah, I think this is a fiver for your boy. Nice. Now that we have that out of the way, should we do our final segment? We should. We should. We shall. <laughs> we just did a Mitch McConnell face the entire time that was on. Um, this is the Hill King segment. This is a segment of the show where Chris and I each crown our individual kings of the hill the mvp of the episode this is completely just based on how we are feeling in the moment and probably honestly won't even match up to our hill king from the previous time we recorded this episode because we decide on the day in the moment who since i'm driving the mower is your hill king for this app for me this app it's bobby Bobby. Like Bobby is my is my hit. Um, a lot of the conflict is driven by him. A lot of the the good lines are centered around Bobby, and it's it's ultimately his actions that uh, that lead to um, some self reflection or some learning for Hank. So I think it's going to be Bobby. And also, I just really love the scene with the mower where he's, what happened to my truck? Your mower hit it. Well, maybe I should take my mower to the child psychologist like that. (laughs) That got me. So my Hill King this up is is Bobby. And also, I liked his inner monologue. I thought that was really cute where he's doing his little inner monologue. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not Hank for me this episode. No. Because he he didn't get any redemption. And I think unprecedented i'm going i'm going bobby as well i think we're doubling up on our boy on our boy robert scoops of bobby yeah i agree with you uh that bobby really kind of carried this episode i almost went luann just because of the two throwaway lines that she had that were funny uh which i have done before uh, she might be a runner-up for me, but I feel like it would be a disservice to not give this to our boy Bob. Yeah, I think it's got to be Bobby. You heard it here first, folk, folk, folk. You finished the episode. That was awful. I can't even talk. Welcome back to the Death Note podcast, the only podcast <laughs> where we speak people's names into existence <laughs> to be erased from this world. Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> oh, no. Diane Feinstein. 
Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, she's already dead. Whoa. You don't know when uh, this was recorded. You only know yeah. when it came out. Ooh. Ooh. The queen. She still walks among us. Uh, no, she's super dead. Well, hell yeah, dude. Let's get out of here. It's a beautiful Sunday. All right. That was episode four of season one king of the hill join us next week as we talk about episode five luann's saga Luan's saga. Uh, don't forget if you're watching on youtube to subscribe turn on notifications smash the give like. us a comment smash the like let us know let us know who your hill king for this episode was let us know if you have any fun trivia for this episode in the comments. Chris promises to respond to every single comment. Uh, you can message us on Instagram at HillKingsPod. We are also on TikTok at HillKingsPod. You can email us at HillKingsPod at gmail.com. Yes. And subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. We're on all of it. We're, We're here. Everywhere. It's all official. It's all professionally edited by your boy. We're spread thick. We're spread. <laughs> We're spread extra thick. And that, my friends. We'll do it Yee. for this here episode of King of the Hill. We'll see you next week. So long, folks. Y'all come back now. So long.